Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't quite ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after party for people who want just a little more. Before we start this, I just want you to know, Jason, that I've had four coffees today. (laughs) Did you at any point think... Shit myself. <laughs> I did on the fourth. Uh, and I wanted to share it, but it wasn't the right time. Why did you need four coffees today? Okay, so I always have a coffee when I wake up, like yeah. after I shower and half an hour after my latest vitamin. Yeah. Um, Wait, what's your latest vitamin? Let's <laughs> see, obviously. Also, can we um, do a quick uh, deep check. dive into oh. vitamin versus vitamin? Well, it's vitamin, right? Vitamin. I is... just said vitamin. Minica bitica pitica. I just said vitamin because I have had like three beers. So oh, vitamin, three. Yeah. vitamin's a lot easier for okay. a drunk mouth to say. Yeah, that's cool. Vitamin. Is the way we should say it because that's the vowel. That's the vowel. Right. That's the yeah. medica. <laughs> well, that's a consonant. Okay. So, so um, okay. Then, that's cool. I was yeah. just worried just about so you. you. Know, no, I yeah. was worried about you. I've had four coffees and four beers. Four coffees and four beers. And you still haven't shit yourself. No. What? You know my belly. She's a lady. And that is why they call her Dame Stephanie Moore. That is right there and then. How are you? Oh, gorgeous. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good. I have had um one, two. I've had three coffees today. Oh. And I don't know how many beers. You, I feel like there's a difference between a coffee from home or like a machine versus a barista made coffee do you yeah feel that? well the coffee i drink at nespresso because we got a yeah, nespresso see, three machine nespresso coffees is one coffee to me do you know what though okay so when i started the job that i have currently at boy Salomon's bar come see me if you need anything um i was drinking like eight coffees a day and it got to the point where my uh biological clock was like <laughs> time's okay. up Time's up, Jason. Time's up. If you don't stop drinking this many coffees a day, you will pass away. And so I had to I had to give up coffee for a month. Week. Month. For a month. Well, I'm glad you're back. Yeah, Um, I am back. I'm back and better than you. Do you know there's someone else here who's back? Oh my god. Yes, who's back with a brand new track. We are here right now with someone who's being very, very silent, but stunning. Thank you, past and future guests. (laughs) You can learn something from this one. And he's slightly under the weather. Yeah, Yeah. and as someone who's recently been quite (laughs) ill, um, I can, I, I can, uh, feel yeah you know how hard it is I know know how how hard hard it is is. so we met our guest today well we've known each other for 10 years so we met him 10 years ago in Christchurch 
And I mean, I was going to save this line for the speech I was going to make at his wedding that has been postponed due to COVID, but I don't remember a day before I met him. Like, and I wish I remembered the moment because it was a forever moment. Like it was a formidable moment. He's nodding. And it's sad. It kind of sucks that I don't remember the moment because if I remembered, I would have known that was a like a mo- once in a lifetime moment. This is the moment. first day of the re- um Yesterday <laughs> was just the beginning of, of my life. Yesterday. <laughs> Thank you, Paul Ella. So we are joined today by a true, gorgeous, gorgeous friend of ours. He's my papa. He has just repatriated himself back to New Zealand. Yeah. The world is his goddamn oyster. He has been tested twice negative. Woo! There could not be more positive. <laughs> Welcome to the pod. Nathan, Nathan Tumbridge. <laughs> Thank you so much. I cannot believe I'm here. This is incredible. It's like watching my favorite TV show, but being on set. Do you know what they say? Never meet your idol. Yeah. Yeah. Disappointed. <laughs> Amazed. Not, Amazed. As gl- not as glamorous as all as it seems. No, it's it? everything and more. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, we're so glad you're here to deep dive into some pop culture stuff like today I was talking to a friend at work and being like we're having Nathan on the pod and he knows more than Jason and I combined (laughs) it's kind of scary (laughs) it depends what topic you're talking about yeah (laughs) yeah we'll get there we'll get there (laughs) so Nathan has an amazing um Instagram that he is the face behind which is at the Judy Garland collection which we will get into (laughs) but tell us about moving back to New Zealand in the last few months weeks months of your life. All right. Yeah. So I, um, I've been living in London for the last four years. And before mm. that, I was in Sydney for three years. So I feel like I haven't been here in a while. I've got a lot to catch up on. Like, who yeah. is Benny? Like, I want to yeah. know. <laughs> she just I released mean... a new track today. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. It's a banger. I New Music that. Friday, you missed out. Oh, you well, said you didn't listen. While I was in isolation in Auckland, <laughs> they literally played her song every day on MTV. I was like, who is this bitch? I love her. Yeah. And then suddenly halfway through, like, oh, she's a Kiwi. And, you know, my respect levels went up like 3,000%. Yeah. I was like, I feel loyal. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. And now anyone, I feel like stopping everyone on the street just being like, oh, did you know Benny's a Kiwi? Yeah. Like, yeah, we know. Yeah. You're new. <laughs> You don't even go here. <laughs> I love how much she's ta- like literally taken over. Like she's been all over Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. It's real cool. And that house that she performed her live show at is Neil Finn's record studio. On what? Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Oh, that was such she, a cool performance. Yeah. She did this like performance on Fallon and it's she's in rooms and Wait, who was the guitarist though? The blonde one? Well, is that not the one that she's remixed that song with for Benny Tiffany? <laughs> Girl, I've God. seen Benny Tiffany live. Oh. Benny was... X Benny would be so good. <laughs> Benny. Right? That's the crossover we deserve. Yeah. Uh, Benny uh, X Factor wishes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we are so happy to have you here, Nathan. Oh, Tell us you. what was your life at the party this week? All right. My life at the party. Um, well, today, so I was wandering around Lampton Quay and I was trying to kill some time <laughs> between people finishing shifts. And <laughs> I went into Whitcalls. And when I was in Whitcalls, I heard 
a song play over the radio and it was Wow by Kylie Minogue, which oh. is not a daily occurrence that you hear like you yeah. know, over the speakers. But it reminded me that I read in the past few days that Kylie is working on her new album and she has described it as grown-up pop. And, Ooh. you know, this is me, like, in a nutshell. <laughs> She's working with producers who produce, like, you know, horny, like, I'm horny, I'm horny, horny, horny. So, okay, yes. sidebar for that. Yep. So, um, I work at a really, like, lovely salon and the music is chosen by friend of the pod, Eddie. And... <laughs> I'm Horny is one of the songs that he plays. <laughs> He's trying to say something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and yesterday um, the boss was like, why is this song playing? He was like, it's on my playlist. <laughs> Thank God. You're like washing someone's hair. You're doing a beautiful massage. You're like, they're feeling themselves. And it's like, I'm Horny, I'm Horny, Horny, Horny. Well, that's kind of how you do feel when you get a head massage, right? Well, if they're doing it right. Well, not horny, but like tingles. Girl, I have not patched one of my clients, so I don't know how horny they are. Haven't you, though? I don't know. No. Well, you patched me. Oh, yeah. Was that before you were a client, though, or after the fact? I love my colour, thank you. Getting mum with you was ten years ago. Oh, should we patch? Yeah. Everyone in this room has offered to patch one another at one point. Are you even really friends unless you've offered your time? Yeah, <laughs> it's friendship. Yeah. So go back to Kylie and tell us more. <laughs> All right. So I read that Kylie is working. She's got this home studio set up in London. She's yeah. like, I even learned how to use the technology. Like, She's planning on producing this herself. <laughs> well, Whoa. it could go either way. <laughs> yeah. I trust but, in Kylie. I mean, Golden was amazing. That album. So that was really country leaning. But now she's going back to her pop roots. And like, I have certain trigger words. She was like, I'm going back to my early 2000s roots. <gasps> and suddenly I just imagine her like grinding up against some the old man shorts. in the gold, yeah, the hot pants. Yeah. And Robbie Williams' kids. So who knows? It could be a oh, duet on there. Kylie Minogue is someone who um, I think a lot of people sleep on. Like, you, yeah. know, you hear a Kylie song and you're like, oh my God, I love this. But you don't meet a lot of like fully invested Kylie fans. I am a fully invested Kylie fan. Lover was. Um, wait, Lover? Aphrodite, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Was one of, like, my top favourite albums of all time ever. Um, I love that she did a country album because yeah. it was, yeah. like, trendy. That da- dancing was yeah, so like, yeah. country al- Like, doing a country album, uh, Joanne, um, <laughs> Kesha oh. did Rainbow, uh, so Miley like, Cyrus. The music industry, if you look at it, do you remember when everyone was doing, like, that Funhouse Circus theme? Like, Pink did Funhouse, yeah, Britney. Britney Circus... Christina had her, like, you know, when she was at the, like, I'm Sweet. sorry for Sugar. hurting Pants you. Yeah. 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 <gasps> Everyone. Yeah. It's all quite cyclical, isn't it? But, I mean. Yeah, I guess it is. With Kylie, she, she is someone who I have underrated. And I can admit that. I can sit here and <laughs> I, say that. I am the same. But, Ever since you moved to London, <laughs> is that where it happened? Because Kylie's huge in well, the UK. She's huge. So, she's almost bigger there than she is here because Neighbours is shown in the UK. Yeah. So, like, something like 25 million people in the UK tuned in to watch her episode where she got married to Jason Donovan. Crazy. You know, hashtag especially for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, funnily enough, Kylie Minogue was actually the first CD I ever saved up for and brought with my own money. Which one? 
Um, it was light years, you know, oh, and yeah. she's like, yeah. and there's me at my like family garage sale selling all my worldly <laughs> possessions so I get $30 to buy the CD. And That's yet so no cute. one in my family had the decency to tell me I was gay. <laughs> like, it was so unkind. <laughs> like, on a night like this, you can tell your son he's gay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then when I told them, they were shocked about yeah. it. Shocked to the heart. Yeah. It was a lot. It's like, you already knew this. I was giving you all the hints. <laughs> but yeah, she is she is a queen, and I don't think she's appreciated enough, but she is like a fine wine. Okay, okay. Yeah. so always there. Um, something for everyone to watch, Graham Norton yes. does a gorgeous yes. interview with Kylie Minogue where he takes Kylie Minogue to a group of special needs people <gasps> yes, was um, so gorgeous. who love Kylie Minogue because the uh, person in charge of like doing the music with these people is like a Kylie stan, Kylie fan, Kylie Minogue ho. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. Or the Danny. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, we'll get back to yeah. her. Do you think she got out of quarantine in Australia? So she bypassed the whole 14 days. So, yeah. Everyone's like, hmm, she's so special. Oh. I don't know. But apparently her son has hashtag medical needs and in inverted commas. But Whoa. I didn't even know she was a mother. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, you can be a mum, but are you really a mother? No, I, I do not know. Let me just say, I do not judge her mothering ability. She's probably a great mom. Sorry, Daddy, if you're listening. Yeah. Auntie Kylie's listening. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Um, speaking of mothering needs, yes. Stephanie, what is oh, your life at the party? Okay. So my life at the party is a Instagrammer. At, well, she's a TikToker, so... <laughs> she's on the socials yeah. is there a difference yeah, these days yeah, yeah. well the thing is I'm not on TikTok I've tried to dabble and I just couldn't and most of the TikToks that I like end up on Instagram so I'm a TikTok watcher from Instagram but I love her so much and friend of the pod Tom and friend of the pod Erin are obsessed with her too I sent them to them last week and they were both like I'm like, I can't, like I'm hyperventilating. So her username is hi, Caitlin Riley. And you've probably seen her doing the wedding girls, uh, wedding vows of the girl who bullied you at high school. And she's, her groom is Jason and she's, I'll play some of it. Yeah. Now? Today? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Technology. Told me and a half ago today that the guy taking my order at Outback Steakhouse would one day be my husband. I would have never believed you. Okay, so (laughs) she's fucking funny. It's hard on this platform to tell you, but she also did one this week, which is an intro to every YouTube apology. Um. This is going to be like a different kind of video than what you're used to. I'm like not in the studio right now. I'm at my house. It's so Um, good. I literally don't know if I'll be able to get through this video without crying. I've been crying all morning. I look insane. (laughs) She's like, I look insane. And she looks bad. It's like the no makeup makeup look. Yeah. takes me so i don't know if any of you watched um james charles's instant influencer yeah james charles like had a reality tv show on 
uh, YouTube, which if you haven't watched, it's actually very enjoyable, but absolute garbage at the same time. As yeah. long as you know that it's garbage, yeah. it's like manage your really expectations. You're an informed viewer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they did this challenge on that where they had to um, make a fake apology video and James Charles would give them scenarios in which they would have to apologize for and they had to make this apology video. And they're yeah, like, literally no they would like be like, I'll put on this mascara because it's not waterproof so that when I pour water over it, I will be crying. And they were like, <laughs> I was like, this is the most fucked up challenge I have ever yeah, seen anywhere. It's so bizarre. Because the, the like YouTube apology is uh like it's a real business. It's sacred. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's gossip. Yeah. That's I, gossip. Yeah. <laughs> I like because I watch so we were yeah, the whole James Charles, Jeffrey Star, Shane Dawson, Tati situation. It's like so much to get into, but all of them upload like a 40 minute apology and say nothing and take no responsibility. Oh, they talk in circles. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. But Caitlin Riley is so funny. She also does like a waspy mum and she's like doing her makeup and like yelling at her kids. It's really funny. We will post it on our Insta and in the show notes. Jason, tell me what your life of the party was. So, shockingly, my life of the party is something that I've never talked about before. Katy Perry. Yeah, it's Katy Perry. Perry. Small talk. So, Katy Perry has um, released the cover art for her new album, Smile, which we talked about last week, but she has released a song called Smile. Amazing. Which... I don't think radio is ready for it. Okay, does anyone listen to radio? Like, do you listen um, to the radio? If you have a place of employment, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like it's forced upon you. Yeah. yeah. Like you're not ready to pay for the subscription to the, like, um, Consumer Act. Um, <laughs> yeah. You listen to this and I know, building. that's such a yeah. crazy thing. I know. Do you know, okay, so the first hair salon I ever worked at had someone from the council come in and make sure that we weren't playing Spotify. Because you're not like allowed to play Spotify and is it unless you pay for it? You, no, it's like you've got to pay like a special oh, a licensing fee. Yeah, or exactly. Oh, you're not trying to re-record it; you're just playing it for public consumption. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, Katy Perry's "Smile" is my new favorite banger of the week. Yeah, I'm something scratch that baby i'm grateful <laughs> oh and what do we love being grateful we love yeah. being grateful Have you guys read the secret I understand the principle of it <laughs> yeah. um i know people who are practicing the secret before it was a secret yeah i actually two days ago said i am so grateful for the seafood inari at the sushi place that i'm gonna get because Sometimes they go in there. Oh, seaweed, I should say. I was like, <laughs> I was like are you eating seafood? They usually are sold out. It's in REA when it's like that in the in the little pocket eggy thing. Yeah, oh. yeah, the pocket. Yeah, is it egg? No, it's like what um, is it? Nature's pocket. You can put your weed in there. <laughs> So I was at work and I was like, I'm going to get sushi and I'm grateful for the seaweed. And I went in and was there. So yes, continue. Why? Why am I grateful? No, why have we read the secret? Oh, because um, Katy Perry talks about being grateful. Amazing. In her new song, which it's a very just like um, positive anthem, a reason why she's smiling. 
Aww. Yeah. Is that really the climate where you want to be positive, though? Yeah. Everyone's hoping for a negative result. But, yeah. <laughs> How were you feeling when you got your negative result? John Bacchino grateful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Perry <How>? grateful. <laughs> well, well smile. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. How was the test? It was okay. So I don't know if this is because I have cavernous nostrils or not, but I found it really nice. I was like, oh, okay. It was like a little flirtation, but it was not uncomfortable at all. I was like, I've probably done more damage to myself with an earbud trying to get the wax out. Yeah. yeah. And were the people like doing it in full PPE? They vibes? were. And it was so weird because I had to remind myself that I was the leper. Like I would go up to people in reception, like, oh, can I just have a bag for washing? And they would take a step back from me and I'd sit close and I'm like, sir, stay where you are. I was like, holy oh. shit. Okay. I didn't realize it was that intense, but you know, I guess no one wants to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Do they tell you that there are people in the hotel that have COVID? Like, no. So um, luckily at my place where I was staying in Manukau, the Siebel, check it out. Um, <laughs> we it didn't may ha- or may not be COVID. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we did not have any active cases. But after I got my first negative result back, I was like, fuck this shit. I'm not hanging out with any of you because yeah. I want to stay negative. And that was just around the time in the media when it was all popping up that all these new cases were coming through. But remember, I think the whole point of having the isolation is to catch the cases. So if they pop up there, mm-hmm. that's the job done right yeah. rather than coming out in the community later yeah. on. And that's why there was a lot of controversy because some outlets were saying two new COVID cases in New Zealand. And then the other news outlet was saying two new COVID cases COVID cases in managed isolation yes. and that's the difference and yeah. it was kind of shit for some publications to be saying like two new COVID cases yeah. because of course there's going to be COVID here we understand that but it's like where we can capture it and manage it and that's the point of yeah, all of exactly. this I actually met um, my oh, first yeah. COVID survivor the other day. She oh came gosh. into the salon. Yeah. She had moved back from she had England. Three hairs left on her head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she still can't taste anything. So she. Um, well, she she's was from England, right? Case number one. <laughs> no taste. <24. laughs> Kidding. <laughs> like, oh, this is so spicy. What's in this dish? Uh, salt. <laughs> <laughs> she, so she only eats plain uh, chicken breast. Oh. No, that's a lie. Oh. <laughs> I was like, is she shredding? Like, <laughs> she's chicken. So and chicken. No, um, she, she, case number 144, she came into the country uh, not knowing she had COVID. And uh, as soon as she got here, she was like, I've lost my sense of taste. I'm feeling really terrible. Called the health line and was wow. like, hey, these are my symptoms. And they're like, they, these are not COVID symptoms. So... Um, wait a couple of days, see how you're feeling. Then she called back and was like, still feeling the same. And she got um, sense of loss of taste and smell added to the COVID symptoms. Because oh, of her. Wow. Yeah, because of, because of you. You might experience loss of taste and smell. On the shower walk. Yeah. And so and she still got uh, no taste, which is really yeah. good because... Um, the she was having done smelled terrible. Uh, <laughs> what is she having like a wart burnt off or something? Like, <laughs> That's gossip. <laughs> Walk it out. That is so funny. Yeah, but also as soon as she said I had COVID, I was like, <sighs> I know, yeah. but you gotta we gotta get rid of that stigma because yeah. we're gonna meet people who've had it. Yeah, yeah. And you're gonna want to patch them. 
That is so true. <laughs> that is so true. Would it stop you if they were like, wait, I need to tell you something. I've had COVID. <laughs> You're like, no. No. Do you have a girlfriend though? Yeah. <laughs> Being negative no. takes on a whole new meaning in Do the gay community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> legit though. But like I have, um, uh, I have slept with people who are HIV positive in the past safely. Whoa! But Did we know that? That's like not COVID anymore. Like COVID's dirtier. You're like, oh no. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, there's no. a new stigma also, in town. Also, neither are dirty. No, no, yeah, exactly. Of course not. Wash and... my mouth out. Yeah, yeah, with soap. Oh my god! Speaking of um... childhood memories. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <it> was, yeah. <laughs> Punishment is a child. Oh, yeah. Did you get a bar of soap or did you get the liquid soap? No bar. Soap? Who got oh. a liquid soap? That seems. It depends way more if dangerous. you were at school. But then I'm like, should your teachers really be doing that? Oh <laughs> <laughs> I've got some historical <laughs> research to Wait, do. A teacher Whoa. washed your mouth out with soap? Okay, so my mum is also a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I just got hot sauce, not soap. And I was like, I love this. Yeah, I saw a friend's younger brother get hot mustard in Mom. his mouth. I'll never forget. It was real funny, but also awful. <laughs> She's <laughs> famously a mustard fan now, so I don't know if that's trauma. Not or hot mustard, though. Don't get hot and flustered. No. Use a bit of mustard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I have to say, I did see Rocky Horror at the cinema last night, so if uh, your references quotes. come pulling yeah. out, I can't help myself. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I was saying the other day, I've never seen Rocky Horror at the cinema. Well, and... now that but you, it's a thing. You dress up. Did yeah. you dress well, up? I, I didn't dress up, but there were quite a few Huanganui people there dressed up. And I tell you, it was fucking the fantastic. They got fan. up during time warp and they all oh, stepped to the wrong side at the wrong side. Oh. And they were all dancing at the time. It was gorgeous. We I was like, go. oh. Yeah, yeah September apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we can have our own. You know, we know a theatre. We could play the Glee episode. <gasps> oh. oh should we, should we go into our... Yeah. Pick two soons then. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll start. <laughs> I'll start because I was supposed to talk about it at the beginning, but my peak too soon this week is obviously the passing, confirmed passing of Naya Rivera. Her body was recovered two days ago. We spoke about it in our last episode and we just are like so sad about it and sending all our love from little old New Zealand to her family and her son yeah. and the Glee cast. Crazy that the day her body was found was a seven-year anniversary of Corey Montez passing. I remember where we were. Yeah. We were in Sydney. Really and scary. we found it all out. Yeah. And it's bizarre. And Kevin McHale tweeted. He was like, I'm not a religious person, but I do believe that Corey was there like helping find her like it's so intense and yeah she died like it has been proven that she died saving her son he said that he hurt she helped him onto the boat and then he saw her disappear and it's just like so tragic for that little boy to go through that yeah. and will be with him forever and Hopefully, when he's older, he can feel the yeah. love and well, the Did support. you see that um, Ryan Murphy is starting a college fund for her? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And, like, we have to say, we've actually said it on the podcast before, but she was the star of yeah. that show. So, Glee, you know, like, we all s- should have stopped watching seasons before we did. Yeah. <laughs> Continue yeah. We're all guilty. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, she... 
especially once she like came out and as, moved when they all moved to New York, yeah. like she was written into that and she her character initially was supposed to be just like a side character for Diana Agron's in the pilot in the pilot she yeah. was like the side chick yeah did, did she... you read Ryan Murphy's um he basically had a, re- a press release after she died yeah. saying you know she was only brought on as like an extra character but we realized like she was so fucking funny and so clever she could deliver a line but also yeah. be super vulnerable yeah and so her part got bumped up and she for a while she carried the show i'm she sorry she did. Yeah. Not be sorry yeah and there are sorry so- not sorry yes yeah. 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 there are so many tweets that i've seen from like people from the latina community just saying like i never ever thought as like a queer latina person i would be i would see myself on screen yeah. and that is amazing and even demi lovato who played yes. her girlfriend oh, that for was a such season a she even felt that way because she was not out when no, she was no. on that show and uh, yeah I she think was still like don't amazing. tell your mother but like honestly i it's just so sad because she was so young like i just turned 30 this year and she was 33 yeah I'm like, holy shit she still had her whole life ahead of her yeah, it's absolutely. A shame. And, the, and the son's only four. And back to Glee, like, I've been kind of watching a few um, clips over the last week, and oh, there are so many good ones, like her and Amber Riley doing Proud Mary. There's her and Gwyneth Paltrow doing um, Landslide by That's Fleetwood That's the first Mac. one that comes to mind for me when I think of Naya Rivera. Oh, like, no, Landslide. And rumor has it. Um, yeah, rumor has it. And Amber Riley like and... Um, that was actually the episode where she came out because she's singing it and then she thinks that Finn is talking about her and she goes over it yeah it's so good and no one knows how to give a fucking backhanded compliment oh in the form of a monologue yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) judge the clown and from what everyone's been saying about her it sounds like she was a very like true person and they all loved working with her and well yeah i mean i haven't read it but i probably will she had a biography yeah uh, which uh i think sprinkled some truths on uh the workspace that she was in yeah and i don't know how people felt about it but like what i heard was that it was a bit like shocking well, do you remember, on the set of Glee yeah, yeah do you wow. remember she promoted that book on RuPaul's Drag Race yeah. she went on and mm. Charlie Hyde's famously like cut <laughs> off the interview before she was done and they're like are you going to ask Naya about the book but you know oh we should rewatch that oh, what season is that yeah, it must have been. Charlie Hyde. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, I don't know. I don't lip sync. British queens don't lip sync. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what you're signing up for. Was huh? she British? Yeah, she was. I know, but she like, was the first UK queen on it, and she, like, didn't dance. I don't remember the accent. I know you can't be robbed of something you never had, but I just feel like Naya had another chapter of her career yes. coming, and it's a shame that we never got to see that. Totally. Totally. So, love um, to that. Yeah. Nathan? What was your peak too soon? All right, my peak too soon. I spoke to you about this earlier. I don't know if I had the fortune or misfortune of watching the David Foster documentary oh, yes. on Netflix mm. last night. And 
he is amazing. He was so instrumental as a songwriter and as a producer for so many artists like Celine Dion. He kind of, he worked with her on her first English crossover album. Same with Michael Bublé, Josh Groban. He did the Bodyguard soundtrack, like so many amazing songs. But watching this documentary, all I could get was, holy shit, I am such a prick. And he's, he's self-aware. He's like, I know I'm a dick. I know I run from situations that get too tough but I'm fucking talented. And I was like, I don't know how much I can sit here and watch you like talking yourself up. Yeah. And it kind of raised that question of like, Oh, you know, hard work, talent. I know hard work beats talent, but yeah. at the same time, how much leeway do we give to people who blow smoke up their own ass? I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah ego. Especially in yeah. this, um, Climate. Climate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's hard to listen to yeah. someone who is that privileged be like, uh. Well, yeah, I'm an asshole, but it got me to where yeah, I am. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, we're not yeah. about that anymore. No. And I haven't watched the documentary, but I've read a lot about it. And the whole Catherine McPhee of it all I is know. really interesting. Oh, the Catherine McPhee of it all. Yeah. His daughters are both well two of them are hilarious i've had their own show yes yeah i'm massive massive fans of them and it is interesting for me to hear like i haven't watched it yet but for you like to hear you say like you know they're all on there and they're saying oh he was a great dad he just like wasn't really around but like i feel like their whole narrative has been oh yeah he wasn't there at all and now he's got this like young hot wife do you know what's hard it was younger than all of them and like I mean, they must have a good relationship because they all gave him and her their blessing. Yeah. But he also had a daughter that he had when he was like 19. And he literally says in the documentary, he's like, I was stretched too thin. And that's why when she got in touch with him, he didn't form a relationship with her. He's like, I was just so busy at the time. Yeah. She's still flesh and blood. And she's going to see this. But do you think the other daughters are like, cool, we love him because he's rich? Well, like imagine they- being that. Um, not being there for your children and also not having any uh, backup for that, not being able to be like, oh, I, I can't right now, but like have a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, probably. Like they have grown up in the Kate Hudson, Nicole Ritchie, Rashida mm, Jones, yes. like that in that friend yes. group. Because Quincy kids. Jones was very close with them. Um, they were like the two best producers. So interesting. Yeah, so they are all in that crew. So like I'm sure there was some of it that was – um yeah like okay well that's cool but like you know you're rich yeah yeah but i mean that doesn't take away from and i feel like because we are new zealanders and we live in a small country like we don't really see how arrogant or egotistical people can be like i feel like it's such a different level when it's the states and yeah. there's more the stakes are higher a little bit yeah and i guess that whole um egotism thing really hits home when you listen to him talk about his wives yeah mostly but it's also like maybe uh david foster is not supposed to be monogamous or yeah. something it's like awesome. that and that's just fine like, but like yeah it's almost like He's so self-aware. He knows it. But it's like, is it okay to be like, I'm a bloody asshole, but I know it. And then yeah. it's like, okay, but if you know it, should you then try do something actively to change it? Yeah, you should. He yeah. was he was owning it, which was like Lisa Renner endorsed. Yeah. yeah, she owned it. But um 
But yeah. it's sad if you can't own it and then realize and change. Yeah. Because yeah. that's technically what we should all be doing and like we all strive Evaluate. to Evaluate. Yeah. yeah. So and how much are we how... willing to excuse based yeah. on talent? Oh God. Like, oh, but he gave us I will always love you. Well, the thing like... is, Selena Whitney would have been stars no matter what. Like they did not yeah. need David Foster to become stars. Like yeah. yes, he can write good songs, but they didn't need him. But also, if I was Catherine McFle- McPhee slash Foster, I would be sitting there, and I know there's stuff we don't see, but I would be sitting there being like, so you're saying that you've done this to three or four women before. Yeah. Five. He's and, on marriage number five. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and I'm not different, and you're yeah. not going to change now that you're with me. Like, you're not recognized. Like, that is Okay, and this is bonkers. something I've been learning recently about myself is boundaries. Is yes. that you've got to set your friend of the pod, Erin. I don't know if you guys listen to our Erin Claire yeah. episode, but you need to. Was but, amazing. Yeah, Erin has been teaching me about how to what boundaries are and how to set them with, uh, within a relationship or within, uh, like people you got crushes on or something yeah. like that. Like I'm a very like cool. Yeah, sure. Let's do this. Let's go for it. All even in. if it's like. Um, detrimental detri- to you yeah because I, I know that I'll recover like oh. I know that I can be like sure even if I don't want to do it I know that I'm like a bounce back yeah exactly yeah. I've, I'm like strong minded enough to be like yeah. sure whatever but she's talking to me about boundaries which really resonated with the David Foster thing because oh well the Catherine McPhee thing I think more well I think we all have to you all have to have a boundary but in any in any situation, and but it's you, whether you're willing to um, implement them. Yeah. you can have boundaries. It's like when you say yes to something where you feel no about. You must catch up. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> it's, as simple as that. Yeah. Is we must catch up. Absolutely, sure. If I want to, that's past your boundary. Where it's like, actually, I don't want to catch mm. up. But also, I think it's going through something or and or being in a situation and then looking back and thinking okay so that wasn't cool so that's a boundary like you have to mm. learn to recognize it which i think is hard hindsight's a beautiful thing yeah, yeah. but it's like an age and a situation thing yeah and we should just be all be grateful that there is a language around this and that we can fucking do well, it well speaking of language it's like crazy to think even five years ago, we we didn't have a lot of language for how we like, feel, how we think, how we feel. Yeah. Like twenty twenty has been bonkers, but it, like for Learned me personally, for me, it's like uh, given me a lot of new language for like ways I feel about things, for ways I think about things, and also um, uh, ways that I know like privilege for example oh, yeah. the learning like, is never done I, yeah i've always understood privilege at what i thought i understood privilege but this year i'm really like oh shit well, that's a new, i get it yeah yeah or yeah. at least your eyes are opened to all sorts of privilege yeah. Well. yeah like literally being in new zealand right now we have like a privilege as new zealanders shit, yeah yeah we take for granted like that half the people around the world are still living in the houses yeah. and we can already I've said to Steph like you know being here for a few weeks 
it's nuts that I can walk around. It just feels normal. I don't even think about it. But everyone else I know back in the UK is still like, you know, having to wear masks. It's crazy how fast you um, tune into what you have to do and tune out of what you've been doing. Survival mode, to be honest, 2020. Yeah. Jason, off the island. peak too soon for us? Yeah, so mine's a little bit more serious than what we've been talking about right now. So, yeah, I know. Okay. I'm sorry. But, um, no, no, no. It's okay. If you need a moment, both of you have a drink. Take a sip. It's whatever the word. So, um, recently, uh, I was walking around Wellington's Botanical Garden. What? When? I went on a date. But on this week? Yeah. <gasps> Are you going to say what you saw? What did I say? The person you saw? Oh, my God. Okay, do this first, then we'll go back to that. Okay, yeah. No, that's not, that was not my Definitely question. not a peak to serve. No, no, no. Was that the same date? Yeah, it was okay. the same date. Yeah. So, okay, you tell me all the details. No, well, I... Um, no, we save it. Go yeah, I was looking around the Botanical Gardens, and there are public bathrooms at the Botanical Gardens. And so I was like, excuse me, I need to, like, pee. And so I went into the bathroom and I peed and then I washed my hands and then I realized that the hand dryer was inappropriate for washing, for drying my hands. Why? So my peak too soon is hand dryers that don't actually dry your oh, hands. they <laughs> happened to me tonight at home. I was like, I got out and I washed my hands and I was like, are there towels here? And yeah. then I turned around and I remembered it's a dryer and I was like, Terrible. It's like, okay, so the if best... It's not was that your impersonation of the dryer? Like, yeah. Ah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best way to um, prevent COVID is wash your hands properly yeah. and dry your hands properly. And how can I dry my hands properly if whatever company is supplying these <laughs> <laughs> hand dryers is not drying my hands? And, okay. So yeah. Imagine, picture this, which I'm sure many of our listeners has had happen to them before. Right. You've just paid. You've washed your hands <laughs> like, a take a gorgeous, like a gorgeous human being who knows hygiene. Yeah. And then there's one hand dryer. There yeah. are five basins worth of hand washing going on. And then you've got to stand wait. under the hand dryer and you're rubbing your hands together. Not and the hand dryer's like. It's <laughs> the girl from the grocery. Like, <laughs> and you're standing there and you're trying to dress, like wash, dry your hands. You're drying, you're drying, you're drying. And they're not dry. And you've got to pretend they're dry because you've been there for 10 full minutes and you've got to move on, even though they're not dry. Oh, God. And then the, so the next person can do exactly the same and thing. And then you wipe not... it on your pants. <laughs> exactly. Your right. Would you rather the hand dryer that goes, <sighs> or the old, like, kadunk, 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 when you pull the cloth through, you know, yeah. I would prefer that because I, I know that. I will be dry. Oh, but it's been touched by everybody <laughs> else. I just yeah. feel so wet <laughs> after i wash my hands and i use the was there another reason you felt wet after you used that dryer though was it the date tell us what happened this is On messy no who you saw i'm trying to build up tension oh my god okay so this was actually really hilarious because i was talking so on the day and I walked past the beehive, which is close to the botanical gardens. And I was talking to my date about this one time that he met with Winston Peters. Whoa, really? Yeah. Sorry, I was <laughs> oh, yeah. New Zealand's number one racist. <laughs> so, what? <laughs> so, um, I love yeah. 
one time they met Winston Peters yeah. and I was like, whoa, did it feel like, like you, you were saying Time's hello up. to someone that you already knew, even though mm. they didn't know that you knew who they were. And it was just like this weird thing. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, it kind of did. And we were having this full conversation and then fly to the Concords. Jermaine Clements <laughs> walked past me at that very moment and I was like staring him straight in the eye like you don't know me and I wanted to be like should we hug <laughs> or, or not anyway I didn't do any of that I was just like staring him in the eye and he was like doing this awkward like I don't know oh he's hot he's- uh- like is, yeah. is it, does he still have the sideburns? Uh, yeah, and also like silver um yeah. spits. Silver bells. Yeah. When they start going grey, you never go gay. <laughs> <laughs> I recently watched the Rick and Morty episode where he's a voice, he's like, Hello oh, Morty. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so creepy. I know, but amazing at the same time. Yeah. The what did he play? Was it in Finding Dory? Did he play something in Finding yeah, Dory? Yeah, the crab. Was that crab kind of creepy? No, just me. No, the crab was he was a villain. Oh, that's yeah, what yeah, it was. yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. also in Rick and Morty, he was guys? a villain as well. <laughs> he plays the villain, right? Yeah, I think it's the boy, like the New Zealand accent. It's villainous. Yeah, killed him after the Street. When I walked past him, villainous. He didn't Ooh, say hi to me. What was he wearing? Was he wearing jeans and a leather jacket? Yeah, yeah. They were, they were brown, flares, weren't they? Brown, brown leather yeah. jacket. Was it brown? Brown leather jacket. No, I don't oh, remember. I just remember thinking, like, it's so fucked up that I'm talking about people who you think you know. Like, when you see New Zealand yeah. celebrities um, and you're and like, hi, I know you. No, oh, wait, I don't. You're just on my TV. Yeah. It must have been a really good date because you didn't tell me you saw Jermaine for like literally six hours. Yeah, it was a good day. So now we've both seen, I've seen <gasps> Brett and you've seen Jermaine, so we need to do a swap. I just need to see Reese Darby and then it's like the full <gasps> yes. time <trifecta. laughs> I wonder if he lives in New Zealand. Reese. He's probably so Los Angeles by yeah, now. He probably drinks like green juice for breakfast. Yeah, he's like, I just eat matcha now. It's crazy. <laughs> What's matcha? Oh, it's like a... It's like green tea. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's very... Courtney Kardashian drinks it. So, yeah. Out of a clear mug. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I want I'm, those I'm obsessed with those mugs, <laughs> I yeah. I want them so bad. Girl, I don't know the mugs. Courtney, um, if you're listening, send us some yeah. mugs. <laughs> so speaking of celeb spottings, Nathan, you have been um, in the presence of some amazing celebs. I want to start first with your... Um, interaction with Demi Lovato, who we were talking about yes. earlier. So Nathan is a Lovatic. Yes. And proud. When, when we lived in Sydney, Demi came on tour. It was such a dream come true for all of us to see her live. And Nathan entered a competition with Kyle and Jackie O. Yeah. So basically, there was. I'm I'm a Demi stan. I love her. And like you know, we went to the concert together. Yeah. And we'd been waiting so long. Like she hadn't ever been to Australia before. And I had been on Twitter, and I was like, okay, has she arrived in the country? Like, what's she up to? And I saw this tweet from Kiss FM, which was the Kyle and Jackie O show, and they basically just said do you think you're Demi Lovato's biggest fan? Let us know why. So there's me. I'm like, girl, I'm going to like English year 12 essay the fuck out of this. 
And like, it's what I was saying to you earlier, like everything amazing that's happened to me, I've asked for. Yeah. And I asked for it. I basically said in that letter, I was like, look, I know I'm not your typical Demi Lovato fan. I'm not a 14 year old girl. I've got boobs. No, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, you know, um, I just think she's amazing and she's helped me through some struggles in my life and X, Y, Z. And then they phoned me up and they're like, oh, have you ever met her? And I was like, no. And they're like, what do you think you'd do if you met her? I was like, I don't know, I'd probably freak out the whole time. Yeah. Didn't click. And then they're like, oh, well, you know, um, what we might do is have you um, record a message for her. We'll play it for her when she's in studio. And if she really likes it or it resonates, she might want to phone you back. So I was like, okay, cool. I'd love to speak to her on the phone. Cut two. Mm. I get invited along to a... Um, like a press junket. Basically, yeah. So they were like, come along to this hotel room and um, we're going to record your message for Demi. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. And then I was in the lift with Jackie O oh. and her assistant was like, oh yeah, Demi had to fly out really early this morning. She was on a flight to Perth. And I was like, in my head, I was like, bitch, I know her next show's in Melbourne. Don't you lie to me. <laughs> so I kind of knew it was happening. But in the back of my head, I was like, I cannot get my hopes up because if I walk into this room and she's not there, I'm going to be heartbroken, hurtbroken. And it literally would just like destroy me. So it ended up being this thing where I was in the room, Kyle and Jackie O were interviewing me and they were asking me all about Demi yeah. and I told them how I felt. Next minute, Demi's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And she stumbled <laughs> into the room and I lost my shit. Yeah, it's yeah. such and a good it was, it was iconic. Like, I have moments in my life where I'm like, okay, that was iconic. Yeah. That was one of them. <laughs> and she was so nice. She was so friendly. I probably only had about like five or ten minutes with her in total. But like, you know, they say never meet your idols. Yeah. This was like case in point. It proved it all wrong. She was everything I wanted her to be yeah. and more. I love that so much. Yeah. I mean, meeting Kyle and Jackie O would have been enough. Yeah. I mean, apart That's from the apart, <laughs> apart from the time when he was like, now nah, you're a petrified lunatic. I was like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> yeah. we all stand. We just stand differently. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I felt so privileged oh, um, that. No, fuck Kyle. He's yeah. so stupid. Well, I'm just... Um, entertained because I just watched a video of him and Jackie uh, interviewing Andy Cohen like mm. a few days ago and him and Andy I'm like you guys would be friends like there's like a you sick... reckon yeah because you know how Andy's like friends with I mean John Mayer I mean who wouldn't yeah. be but like he's friends with Shep from Southern Charm like yes. he has these friends who are a little okay. bit problematic yeah and, like, but I trust straight... Andy Cohen oh uh, I don't trust yeah. Kyle oh yeah no 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 yeah. but it was just like they were getting on and Andy was just like I can't believe what you were saying so now yeah. I'm kind of like oh they were getting on so well, being starstruck is one of the okay so ailments I don't know if you guys heard but last week I was really sick but being starstruck is the worst sickness that I have ever felt in my entire <laughs> Sorry, life Adam Lambert online yeah, legit, one <laughs> but like me okay so we were living in Sydney, all three of us, and uh, me and Steph were at home. Nathan was out, and he was like, called us up, planning on staying in, which was shocking for me at that point. Yeah. Get a call, Nathan, you need to come right now. Adam Lambert is here. And I was like, okay, cool. Got an Uber, went there. Context. You were a massive Adam Lambert Massive fan. Adam Lambert Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a mad, mad world, and you were living in it. Planned that. <laughs> you, you looked like him. Yeah, literally. I was a copycat. Yeah. And, like, went at, to the club and he was there. Like, in my mind, he was like, 
everyone was below him and he was like there was a vip area he but might it have was, been standing was, on a podium yeah, that, that's what it felt it like it was the Beresford, so it's not like super okay. vip yeah. but there was definitely like a yeah a, a velvet a rope vel- moment yeah, yeah. yeah so we circle we get a drink we circle one more time we get a drink steph's like you need to go you need to see him we circle one more time. We get a drink. I'm like, okay, one more drink. And we'll do it. The Steph grabs my hand, pulls me up to him and says, <laughs> everyone needs a Steph. This, yeah. this is my friend, Jason. He's a massive fan. And I go, <gasps> I, I loved, I loved you singing with Queen. I'm here for your entertainment. <laughs> the thing was, anyway, I... we're dating till yeah. this day. Yeah. <laughs> well, what about what happened later at ARC? Yeah, drag him. I popped out to the bathroom or whatever, (laughs) and then my fiancé, Jimmy Webb, was standing with Steph. You can tell the story. I wasn't there. Him and Adam were dancing pretty close. Adam was keen. Adam was keen, put it that way. I'm loving my eyebrows and stressed right now. Stressed right. I feel like that's like a, a, a moment. Like, I'm like, you're not going to be in the same bar as Adam Lambert. Like, oh, is that, like if Andy Cohen was in a bar and I, and one of you didn't drag me to yeah. meet him yeah. and talk to him. You always need one friend who's like Slightly in with the pop culture but doesn't care that much. Yeah. yeah. They and have nothing yeah. to lose. Yeah, I was like, I have nothing to lose. I'm going to walk through that. Yeah. As, um, as friend of the pod Megan felt when she came up to us. Yeah. She was like, fuck it, I've got nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hope she thinks. She does feel like it's yellow. But um, Nathan, so you've met uh, Demi, but you've also met Renee Zellweger. Yes. So um, as you mentioned earlier, I'm a huge Judy Garland fan. which has a friend of Dorothy. (laughs) Which has nothing to do with the fact that I'm gay. But um, yeah, so I... Actually, I found out they were filming this movie about Judy Garland's life in London while I was living in London. And I was like, oh my God, how can I be involved? Or how can I go to the premiere? I don't care. I just want to be near it, around it, next to it, whatever. I'll accept anything. Anyway, I already had tickets booked to go to Brighton Pride to see Kylie Minogue perform, which was amazing. And then, so I was following this Instagram page, which was Judy the Film, and Renee Zellweger was playing Judy Garland. And they posted this thing saying, if you show up at this picture theatre in Brighton in your best Judy Garland costume, you could win two tickets to the European premiere. And you know me, I was yeah. like, bitch, I'm on Amazon, I'm on eBay, yeah. I'm ordering everything, I've got the clang, look. Clang, clang, oh, yeah. I was like, one day I'll catch that trolley. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. And anyway, so I ordered my costume within two hours. I, you know, everything starts with the weave. So I was like, I had the weave initialized first, like visualized. And then I sent the link to Jimmy and he was like, hum, there's nothing here. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, I went on the page and it had been deleted. And I was like, what the, the hell? Competition. I, the competition. I was like, I had just ordered this costume and everything. I was like, screw it. I'm I'm going to go anyway. So I went along. I took my photo, dressed up in my best Judy Garland yeah. drag. I don't know where I got the balls from. I don't. I honestly don't know. Looked, and Brighton is a hill. I walked down a freaking hill in those heels. <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm going to take my photo in front of this picture theater anyway. I'll have a good time. And I did have a good time. And then Kylie was amazing. And then about a month after the competition... I mean, sorry, a month after that, um, someone through my Judy Garland account was like, hey, did you see they've announced the details of the London premiere? Are you going to go? 
And I was still a bit sour grapes. I was like, yeah. oh. sour candy. <laughs> sour candy. <laughs> so sweet. Okay, not off track. But um, yeah, so basically I decided that I would ask for what I wanted again. And I got in touch with Pathé Films and I was like, hey, just so you know, um, you had this competition, then it was removed without any warning. I went along, blah, 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 blah. I'd really appreciate it if you'd invite me to the premiere. Oh my god! Next minute, the freaking like publicity marketing person got back to me, and they're like, "Oh, we're so sorry to hear that. It was out of our control that it got cancelled." But um, here are your two tickets to go to the premiere. Amazing. So Whoa. there's me. I'm like expecting this huge red carpet moment. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be amazing." Going to see Renee. Blah 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 blah. And then get to the premiere. It's raining. Typical London. Get ushered inside really quickly, and they're like, "Go take your seat. Go take your seat." I'm thinking I'm going to sit in this huge movie theater with all these stars. No, we get put in this little side room. There's like 50 other people, people who work at the cinema. And I was like, holy shit, this is not the experience I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Next minute, <laughs> just before the door, like the door flings open, the movie's about to start. Renee comes in and there's me like tactfully wearing this really amazing blouse <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with right. puppy ass sleeves, being like a 1930s film star. Renee Zellweger floats into the room, comes straight towards me. She's like, oh my God, you're a man. Oh my, oh my God. And then she looks at Jimmy and she's like, you're gorgeous. He's like, no, you're gorgeous. And they had this little mouthgasm thing going on. <laughs> anyway, in all she's the... She's like, Adam Lambert told me about you. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. But yeah, I dropped my phone down the side of my chair in all this excitement. So it was like really sweet girl next to us was recording the whole thing. Aww. She sent it to me. But yeah, she basically... Renee came back and um, I had my phone ready. I was like filming it. I was like, I'm going to take this photo. And I was like real geeky. I was like, oh, thank you for everything you've done for Judy. Like, blah, 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 blah. And she was like, are you kidding me? This is amazing. And then she swarmed out of my life. But Wow. So was it that the premiere was in that small cinema or she was in another room? So I didn't realize, but they actually had two screens showing the film that night. Right. So I, I mean, it wasn't that bad because it was still like, you know, the London premiere, XYZ. And then all the creatives, like the crew who worked on the film were next door. But that completely changed my whole, um, like, experience of the premiere. I thought it was going to be something amazing, then it wasn't, then it was. And so I just kind of floated out of there on Clyde Nahn. Wow, that's amazing. That showbiz, eh? It is, yeah. yeah. That's gossip. That is gossip. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of... Tell me, should we do the mantra? <gasps> I don't have it written down, but I think I know. Oh, I've listened to every episode, so I'm okay. excited. Okay. <clears throat> 2001 to 2008, there ain't a song that we hate. Well done. Well, that was really good. And go. All right. So um, I have thought very long and hard about this because I almost exclusively live in this era of music. Mm. So it's been so hard to nail down just when I'm like, oh, do I go for like a hidden gem? Do I go for whatever? Anyway, I've settled on a song. It is from a group called The A-Teens. I'm not sure if you know these guys, but these guys, it's a Swedish pop group who were originally marketed as the ABBA teens so I was like let's re-release the ABBA music these four teenagers singing cover songs and it's gonna chart everywhere anyway after they ran into some legal issues and they (laughs) couldn't be called the ABBA teens they became the A-teens and they released a song called Upside Down and I'm not even kidding so I've got a very specific criteria for like pop music I love I breathe if you have a key change 
if you have almost like a spoken bridge, if Europop, if English is not your first language, plus 10 points. I, I want to hear the mispronunciation. I mean, I don't want you guys to run into legal trouble, but can no, I play the beginning? Better. Well, we don't know the rules, so yeah. we'll just keep going. All right. I thought it, you were saying it's the 18s, like 1A. Almost. Yes, that Maybe that's my lazy a- tongue. No. But basically, if a song sounds like it was produced in a factory and like every symbol, every clash is in there, I'm there for it. So I'll play you the intro. Oh my God. And one time this came in in a club, I did not request it. And it was literally the best moment of my life. I'm sorry, everyone who's ever done amazing things with me, but here we go. The branding is very good for this. All right, no more. Otherwise, we'll get in trouble. But honestly, you need to watch the video because this one chick is honestly like Miranda Sings before Miranda Sings was Miranda Sings. She got the brow. She's like, oh, my God. But that song, honestly, it never fails to get me on the floor. Oh, wow. Really, anytime. (laughs) <laughs> maybe <laughs> take me on the amazing floor. i can't wait to first of all add that to the playlist and second of all like deep ties yes. so yeah. we're just talking about eurovision europop yes oh my god amazing. fire saga we decided what the name of that movie is yeah. yet <laughs> it's fire song saga <laughs> Uh, fire song saga, saga. which um brings me to um your very own fire song my very own fire song so i was lucky enough to be delivered a stack of cds Mm. by a client this week and like i don't know if you've ever seen a stack of cds but it's very heavy and for someone who doesn't gym regularly or (laughs) lift lift um someone who only takes lifts (laughs) very heavy yeah and so i put the cd in my car pamela i don't know if you've ever ridden in her but i am a very good driver if you would like me to drive you anywhere but and you can listen to the cd with me and i put it in the cd player and then it played and i was like this is a fire saga (laughs) a fire saga anastasia (gasps) i'm out the tinted sunglasses. The tinted sunglasses, which not only has Anastasia needed, but Stephanie Moore has needed oh, recently. Tinted glasses. Oh. <laughs> We're like one inch thick. I don't know if you heard about Steph's kick-ons last week, but she needed some, 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 and it's like a real good photo. <laughs> Anastasia? Yeah, it is Anastasia. Oh, like, Anastasia. Anastasia. You've watched too much RuPaul's Yeah, Anastasia. It's such a good song. It's such a good song. It's like, literally... Such a lip sync song. It's such a good karaoke song. Yeah. yeah. Next time we do karaoke, do... I'm doing I'm Out of Love. Well, we should do it soon. Yeah, we should. Absolutely. What's yours? Okay, so I do have a bit of a running list and I was kind of looking over them today and there was a song I heard in Glassons last night, and I was like, oh, but... Uh, you were like, oh, I shouldn't be in here. <laughs> I um, bought stuff, so yeah. I did buy? Those pants I was just wearing. Oh, yeah, they look really good. Thank you. Um, I 
looked back on my list though and I was like no this is, so this is a song from 2002 I wanted to bring it back to New Zealand because Nathan's come home and my song I've actually seen live back at cl- like maybe 2005 um, I was at the South Canterbury Wine and Food Festival. Definitely wasn't old enough to drink wine. Yes, yeah, there. Um, and yeah, sorry for yeah me being young. And um, <laughs> it started to rain, and everyone was like, "We we can't be out here." But the band was about to start, and then the band walked on, and they started playing the song. What was that? Maybe tomorrow by Golden Horse. Oh. And it was Golden Horse playing it. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we are Yellow Horse tribute band. Yeah, so I danced to Maybe Tomorrow by Golden Horse in the rain in 2005, and it was fucking gorgeous. And if you don't stand that song, I don't want to know you. That is the end <laughs> of that. <Yeah. laughs> I just wouldn't give anything to see 14-year-old staff dancing uh, at the photo. Honestly, some of us were not privileged enough to see Yellow Horse. So. <laughs> that is totally a Timaru band, like Yellow Horse. Poor James. <laughs> honestly, we have had the time of our lives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it has been great. Thank you, Nathan, for doing this with oh, us. I hope it is me. everything you wanted and more. Oh, it's written all over my face. (laughs) Now, I think I know what the hangover for this week is. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Ask for what you want. Yeah, ask for what you want. want. Say it. Wait, ask for what you want, not what you want you want. No, ask for what you want. Ask for what you want. Say it, forget it, write Write it, it, regret regret it. it. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. (laughs) Guys, find out playlist on spotify please follow nathan at nathan tumbridge yeah nathan underscore tumbridge nathan underscore tumbridge and at the judy garland collection Woo-hoo. follow jason follow me follow kick on's pod tell us what you think we love hearing from you enroll to vote enroll, enroll to, vote. to vote vote for chloe <laughs> <laughs> yeah mental Ill, Ill health. health. There Mental we go. Mental health. health. Yes. Yeah, we got it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's what. <we're> gonna... <laughs> That's what we really, really want. We yeah. Really want. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Bye. <laughs>